What's good, listeners? I'm Chris Collins, your host of The Chris Collins Show. And I'm Marissa Pitts, his trusty sidekick. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and be sure to tune in to The Chris Collins Show live every Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And follow us on social media and check out our website at chriscollinsshow.com. Peace. Ciao, Bellas. Today on Just Talking, Marissa and I are going to continue our talk on travel and my recent trip to Tokyo. So I've been excited. My little brother and I, Kelly, we actually went outside of the country for the first time ever. I know I've been very, uh, what Marissa would say uh, last year, very cultured. You know, you are not cultured, (laughs) and now you're beginning to become cultured. I am beginning (laughs) to become more cultured in life. But tell them the story about the eels. This is how you're still not cultured. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, literally, you know, I think it's so funny because when we did talk about that article, you know, during the millennial travelers and the one thing that they did know you know for 2019 i would even say i mean 2018 you know uh, winter break is the same thing and you're absolutely right they got it absolutely right when you're planning you know a travel vacation in japan and when you're thinking about your destinations you're thinking about the food right and the one thing that i was excited for was the sushi you know but there's certain you know you get on the airplane ride you start doing it you want to actually eat something that's not just sushi so you you end up going for the other (laughs) cultured meals say sushi again sushi okay you were like i probably did I think that what's so funny, I was telling Marissa this, is like when you get there, and we were in uh, Shinjuku, which is considered like the red light district down there in Tokyo. It's mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, it's considered the Los Angeles of Koreatown. Uh, and while we were down there, I see, we see these sushi places, right? And they got these nice aquarium sets in front of the restaurant. And I'm telling you, this, it was like the size of Lilac's head, you know, this eel. Oh and God. it's moving. And they got these creepy eyes and eyeballs. And, and I don't like anything on my plate that's staring right back at me, <laughs> so let alone something that's living and is about to be freshly chopped right in front so of me. Do you get to like pick the eel you want if you went there? I didn't even want to find out. I didn't even bother to walk in. I looked at the menu and I said, I'm out. <laughs> but what I, what I would say is so funny is like, I'm it, it, I'm not cultured. <laughs> Obviously, no, you're like, becoming cultured. I would, I would hope, you know. <laughs> but when there's no yellowtail, <laughs> I kind of freaked out. So I, I have to actually give this to you. I love sushi, but I do look for. Do you have yellowtail or bluefin? Yeah. If you don't have that. It's too cultured for me. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I'm just like, uh, I need my Cali sushi. Like, that's literally what I need. But what I got to say is it, it, it's such a fun lifestyle out there. It was so, it, it was really funny. And I got to say, I'm a kind of guy that gets, like, vertigo pretty easy. I get kind of sick when I'm riding on in cars up the mountains or if I'm riding on an airplane. And I got to say, the funniest thing is ever, like, obviously, my little bro Kelly and I, we knew, like, Kanichiwa or Arigato. You know, yeah. obviously, you know, those kind of things. But we didn't even bother to even try to learn any of the Japanese is kampai the salute for cheering oh my gosh yes kampai you're probably right because the thing that <laughs> Kelly and I did was we actually didn't even bother to like learn like excuse me or anything. We actually thought it would be way more fun to travel outside the country not even trying to know their language. Like we wanted to try to that... speak global. 
That is so white boy American. It's so white boy <laughs> American. Me. I can't believe you just but, admitted that on air. No, it's true. I mean, like, it, I, basically, it, it's really true. Like, you know, you, you know, like, you couldn't say GPS. You would have to say, like, map two. <laughs> so tell me, so explain Tokyo. this. T- t- explain this like global language for me. Well, well, it was so funny. Is like you would hope that everybody would be global. At least my my pilot, <laughs> who's landing the plane. Because when I got on that plane, you know, the the smooth ride from uh, Ontario, California you to hope Seattle. Your, your pilot speaks multiple languages. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you That's because awesome. it's a big it's a big deal, especially for people like me who go through vertigo. Because when you're up there, and I went to Seattle, it was no problem. He uh-huh. can tell me when I'm coming down and landing. I don't know if this guy was telling me turbulence while we were going on Asian Airlines, but oh, okay, you know, it was like a roller coaster, like a never-ending one. And I'm not much of a guy that's like at Six Flags. I'm like I'm such a pansy, you know. And I, I, I flare up and stuff. And you know how like you know you kind of freak out, like because I haven't really traveled like that. So I brought two bags, and my little bro was teasing me like, "Why wow, you're such a prima donna? You need to bring all your clothes with you." You brought two bags. Well, yeah. Why not? If you can bring a carry on and you, you know, you bring another bag. You, you are bring such two a... bags. <laughs> you bring gonna, two bags. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, as you're dropping down, I was wearing, you know, my flannel, uh-huh, of course. <laughs> a jacket, and a pea coat, and I'm just sweating, like, pulsively. So Why then, do you have so many clothes? If you have two bags, you could have put your shoes I, th- I thought it was gonna, one of them. I thought it was going to be cold right when I touched ground, which it was. Yeah. But that ride was a little too much for me. <laughs> so I start flaring up, and I threw up everywhere right when Wait, I got into threw Tokyo. Up? Threw up everywhere. Not in the did plane, your, though. Did your brother was... hold your hair? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be funny? I'm actually like a Stevo. Like I can actually stick my finger down my throat and like get it out like no problem. But the biggest thing was so funny. What really threw me off was I was telling my brother, I was like, I'm getting a little bit sick, but now that we landed and everything's kinda my equilibrium is kinda there. I was like, okay, I can finally breathe. But the minute you get on, like, you know, in Las Vegas with those like those moving oh, floors, yeah, yeah. like the minute I got on that, I was like, oh no. Here goes again. <laughs> oh no. So like I instantly like just threw up all over the place. Okay. Next time you travel. The whole- you need to have those little seasick patches that you can put behind your That's ear. That's what everybody tells I, me. It, my stepdad um, has really bad vertigo, and he's like an avid uh, deep yeah. sea fisher. So anytime he flies, long uh, long drives in the car or the thing, get the little patch. I think it's like five bucks. See, I need to do that, but I'm always that guy that's like, even when I go on boat trips, I'm on the right side of the boat with all the girls. You know, throwing up on the side so of the wait, boat. Wait, are you saying that all the girls throw up? Yes. No, I disagree with you. No, I they, deep sea fish. No, I disagree they, with they you. Do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and Only I'm, girls named Chris Collins. <laughs> <laughs> named Christina Collins or Kristen Collins, but I mean that was like the one lifestyle that like it kind of threw me off. But you know what? I was getting there, and we finally landed in. You know, the what I ended up finding out was. Tokyo is known for the world's busiest train station in the entire world. Really? It's insane. Hey, I did not know that. And it's not like, you know, like, obviously it wasn't like those kind of like stations like in China, you know, where you see those famous videos where it's just like a bunch of sardines and they're like, ah, it's like it's a network like a you know, just veins of, you know, track lines going everywhere. And the trippy part is it's like, you know, my brother was saying it reminded him a lot about how San Francisco rolls with yeah. their kind of train system. But I, you know, I used to ride the train a lot going to Cal State LA and it's not the same Dude, way as just no. buying a ticket and going on. Like, 
you, before you even enter into the station, you have to drop your ticket into those little slots, uh-huh. and then they read it, and sometimes they'll just eat it up, and you're like, "What? Did did I, your did I, yeah." And you'll go, "Did I buy a round trip or just you know like?" Because half the time, you know, they are obsessed with QR codes. <laughs> what are QR codes? Remember those little square things? Like sometimes we get it for like our concert tickets or whatever. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It didn't yeah. really make waves here in America, yeah, but the biggest thing in Japan was they're obsessed with QR codes. So for people like me who don't even want to bother to learn common sense Japanese language. Because <laughs> you're, you're a global languager. Because I'm such a global languager. <laughs> you can pick up these pamphlets and they got little QRs and they'll say English on it and you just scan it and it will take you directly to the, you know, the one day or three day round trip passes, which was kind of nice, you know, and basically I got to say it's just wild. <laughs> yeah. The train system. I'm like, we'd be hopping all over the place. We'd be jumping on trains that, you know, I didn't even pay for. And you know, real quick when you get denied at the gate. <laughs> oh, you're like, what you're, am I doing? And they shut quick. <laughs> like, they'll take you out. And the one thing, you know, talking about taking out. Yeah. Japanese people. You know, I thought they were going to be intimidated by people like me and my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like 6'5", my brother's 6'3". They will truck you. Like well, literally yeah, five, know, four people. They know martial arts from like birth. <laughs> They're not scared of, of gangly no, American boy walking down the that's street. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. I was just thinking I could just normally just walk straight. They would just move. No, the baby stroller is going to take you out before they even touch yeah. you. You know, and like they would just, you know, go right through. But it's such a crazy lifestyle there. And the one thing I was so shocked about, it's so clean. It's amazingly clean when you get there. And the one thing that Kelly and I were laughing about, because, you know, I was a little sick when I first landed, Mm -hmm. so I had to get a little soft meal. So we got one of those, like, cheesy corn dogs. I think they call them changas. And there's to die for. I remember uh, Chris Daly was telling me, his uh, vocalist, Jason DeVore, he was obsessed with it when they went uh, two weeks ago in Japan. So I had to try it for myself. And so I got that in. I started to feel good. And basically, I started realizing with this lifestyle, I'm carrying around this, like, you know, you know what they put the corn dog in, you know. And so I'm carrying around this trash. And I'm like, where the heck do I throw this thing away? <laughs> and I'm telling you, people, it is so hard to find a trash can in Japan. So they, I don't understand. There's no trash cans. How is it so clean? Because they literally take it home with them. That's, that's what I ended up finding out in Japan. Like they're they're used to buying these takeout foods or just getting anything, and they literally uh, like will stuff it in their bags or they'll put it in their pockets, even ketchup on them or that's whatever. Great. They take it, and, and the only place to find them are at like family marts or Seven oh, Elevens okay. and stuff. So it's so. like camping. Yeah. You go and you're supposed to take your trash home with you. Yeah, in like the concrete jungle of Los Angeles, you're camping. <laughs> Nobody does. Just like throw it on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? And it's it's such a crazy lifestyle because you know, like you don't see any cigarette buds, and you see a lot of, uh, you know, basically no uh, cigarette butts. No cigarette Wait, buds. Wait, the Japanese they smoke have, a lot. They do, and they but no well, they have butts. like these little glass areas where they'll like they'll. they'll the corner, like it's so funny. It'll be a huge area full of people, like uh-huh. especially in Shibuya, you know, and all that kind of stuff like that. Yokohama, uh, Yokohama. I, I'm butchering so many of are these, these places. Cities, right? These are cities. Okay. Basically, they call them. There's in Tokyo. There's 23 wards, which basically they don't call them wards. They call them districts over there. Gotcha. And right. those are like the little inner parts of Tokyo, and that's basically how you get around on the train. So they basically have a whole little circle, like as if you're Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you kind of get off on your stop. Wait, you know wait, I mean? wait, listeners. Okay, Chris is obsessed with Tommy's the tank tank engine. Tank engine. engine. Thank Sorry, you. Don't talk. ruin his name in vain. <laughs> oh, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony. But, All right, so I want to hear. What, tell me about because I love Disneyland. Yes. Tell me about Tokyo Disneyland. I have a friend, uh, Kara, that's actually going to be heading out there. I think next week, and that's like oh, um, cool. their family vacation, a little family moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, to, that's yeah, right. To, uh, Tokyo in Japan. So tell me, or Tokyo Disney. Yes. I yeah, I know, right? You can you get it all mixed up. So Tokyo Disneyland, this was so cool. Kelly and I planned this at the last minute because my dad was actually like, you're not going to go to Tokyo Disneyland? Like, <laughs> I love are you, you Kevin. serious? <laughs> I know, right? He's so funny. So we ended up going, and the craziest part is $60 for a ticket. That's it? $60 for a ticket, and they want, what, 180 over here in yeah, Anaheim? They just, they just raised the prices. $60 when we went over there. We went on to one of those Asian traveler websites, Voyagin.com. They got us a great hey, discount. Voyagin.com. Yeah, so I'll send it to you later, but Voyagin.com. That's what we'll be doing at, you know, that's why I'd be telling all the listeners if you're going to go outside, you know, in any of those Asian countries, that's like one of the top places to go on or K look. But, anyways, what I ended up finding out about Disneyland Tokyo was uh, it was the first uh, Disneyland park that was built outside the country. And this was built in 1983. Oh, it was built before the Disney France? Yep. Oh, this is the very okay. first one ever. And when I was there, we got Kelly and I got lucky to catch the tail end of their 35th anniversary over oh, there. Cool. So it was really cool. And what they're known for is their uh, their LED parade show, which is basically like over a million LED lights going wow. at once. It was such a trip. But I got to tell you it was something that was so funny. <laughs> In my family, we, they have a Magic Mountain over there. And a lot of the things that was tripping me out was, one, before I even go on Magic Mountain is, I thought all of them were going to be like English. But the minute I went on like Leo and Stitch and you started speaking in Japanese, it blew my mind. Oh, because the park is in yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know. I was thinking Billy Crystal's still going to be Billy Crystal, you know, in Monsters, <laughs> Inc. And they got somebody that sounds like him speaking Japanese. <laughs> but the craziest part was, like I said, this is the highlight. The funniest part of the whole trip was when we went to Disneyland Tokyo, Kelly and I go on Space Mountain. And there's a little yeah. thing between the Collins family that's really funny is because back in the day when he was about eight years old, he almost fell out of Space Mountain here in Anaheim, Disneyland, because oh the bar didn't shut, and my mom was riding with him. So he's been deathly terrified <laughs> of Space Mountain for so long. So, so he's finally at Disneyland. That's my favorite ride, by the way. Yeah, I do, too. I think it's fun. But we're at Tokyo, and we're basically on this ride, and I'm like, Kelly, we got to do it. You're in Tokyo. Let's do it. He's all up for it, right? We get in there, right? He fits in the, in the, in the cart like no problem. Wait, wait, how, how tall is he? He's 6'3". Okay, and you're? A 6'5". All right, and how much does he weigh? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I want to know the differences here. Maybe 1675. I don't know. He's probably so mad at me for saying <laughs> that. I don't know. I'd say flat 200. Okay, all right. All right. Those know. are their differences. I'm yeah, setting this up. And so basically, <laughs> <laughs> so we we get up in the front. Like The one thing that I loved about Disneyland Tokyo was they move those lines so fast. They're like, go, 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 oh, go, Oh, efficiency? Go. So yeah. fast with efficiency. And they need to come over here to America and fix they, our efficiency. They really do. And their fast passes, they are fast. fast. You know? Wow. And we get up there because we had the fast pass, so we get right up in the line, and we get the front cart, right? So we're in there, and I'm basically... <laughs> I'm trying to get into this cart. My brother sits in it like no problem. I'm trying to fit in it, and I'm kind of freaking out a little bit because I'm looking at him going, if it's anything like the California Space Mountain, 
I'm screwed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so basically I'm trying to fit it in and the bar doesn't shut and the rides are still going because the efficiency of there at the park, they're so wait, fast. Wait, the ride is going it's, as it's you're going. Like, trying to close it? Okay, that is creepy. Exactly. <laughs> so the ride's moving. So I'm freaking out, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, mostly everybody goes right. All the lights come up at Space Mountain. We go left. <laughs> I'm going, this is kind of trippy. I don't remember them going left. And all of a sudden, we see like five little Japanese girls. They're like running down, you know, the Space Mountain cadets or whatever. And they're coming down and they're holding these stairs and they get all the Japanese people out. You of know? course. And I'm thinking that's so funny. I'm going, what's going because on? Because you're the one that screwed it up. And so why should they suffer and sit in the cart when it's your American fault? Okay? <laughs> exactly. And like, and the lady was trying to be so nice. It was so funny because she speaks a little English. And I could tell she like caught herself like saying something she considered maybe inappropriate. She goes, oh, you're so very fat. Long. <laughs> you know, so she didn't want to call you fat? I think she wanted to call me fat. You know, and I'm not that fat. But I like how she switched it to long because you're you are like a very tall I, man. Yes, so I'm very <laughs> tall, and we were kind of like, oh man, I don't think I'm gonna be able to ride this ride. And my brother was like, oh, I can just skip it. I'm like, you're not skipping this. <laughs> we went all the way here. You're riding by yourself if it doesn't work. And believe you it, sound or not, like your mom. I have, I have to. <laughs> that was great. This is definitely mumsy you right here. Are going you to do this? You're gonna do this. You're gonna be a big boy man child now. <laughs> and what I, I got to say is it's so funny who would have known if you just crossed your legs you'd be able to fit in the cart it's randomly your knees will drop and then you'll be able to sit in no problem see that's great so they finally got it working and then once they kind of coached me in all the lights turn back off (laughs) they take us to the front of the line they make sure i get in first and And then then the efficiency started again (laughs) okay so you were the uh, cog in the wheel Exactly. The wheel and the cog, I don't know, whatever that is. And the funny is. thing is, like, we would go to Toontown and I'd still try to fit in those carts. And you still try? Yeah. That's pretty. And now, I was you were saying enough. the carts are sized differently? Yeah, they, than call, Americans? Them, they call them Japanese carts. Because <laughs> the people are smaller than Americans. Literally. I couldn't find an extra large shirt to save my <laughs> life. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, my friend Kara, she's going with her um, husband and kids. And so I did message her and say, uh, make sure her husband is very tall also. I think he's like 6'5. Yeah. Like, make sure you tell him to cross his legs at Space Mountain. You have. So they can hopefully avoid the debacle that you <laughs> cause the efficiency line. <laughs> yeah, I, not so efficient anymore. They're, these damn Americans. <laughs> All right. What was your favorite thing you experienced in uh, Japan? I would have to say one of my favorite things that I saw was uh, the Meiji Shrine. I thought that was really cool. And the other thing I want to say was the Imperial Palace. The Imperial oh. Palace to me was one of the coolest things ever because that's something I've always wanted to check out. I mean, it's been around since the Edo period, mm-hmm. which is like the 700 AD. And what the thing that I always think is so trippy that they they don't really dis- discuss as much at all, really. But this is something because I had to look up the facts real quick. Was uh, basically uh, at in the May of 2019, really April 30th, uh, the Emperor of Japan is stepping down. It's the first time ever in the country of Japan in over 200 years someone as an emperor is stepping down from their role. And is his son or his, daughter? The prince. The prince is okay. going to be Come taking up. the role and this is hitting Japan harder than ever not in a negative way because this guy brought so much peace and prosperity to this whole country and you can tell so many Japanese people are affected by this movement mm-hmm. because they saw so many great things under this leader as much as to me when I hear emperor that kind of 
freaks me out a oh, bit. Oh, really? You know? I, I love it. I'm like, how do I marry in? And then I, <laughs> then I realize that I'm already married. <laughs> I'm thinking, that's me with Jeff Bezos and his wife. I mean, yo, if you want my number, you know, hit up my uh, producer, Paul Graham. If you want to meet up, you want to buy lunch for me, that's cool. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. But I would say the craziest part is they do a little New Year thing, and we showed up three days later. They had over 150,000 people at their courtyard wanting what? to witness the emperor one last time. And they're going to see him again. Oh, did you did you see the emperor? I didn't see the emperor. I wish. Okay. Yeah, I saw the palace. We walked yeah. the whole grounds. And I got to tell you, it's amazing. <laughs> that is great. That would be one of those things that I would say is amazing life spectacle mm-hmm. having. Um, I would love to see. I love castles. Yeah. Just anytime I go anywhere. Especially when castles. you see those stone walls. I mean, they're not like your normal squares. <laughs> it's jigsaw. <laughs> not your normal squares. <laughs>